This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome to the Strictly Anonymous Podcast. Conversations with online strangers. We place ads online. Craigslist is definitely the gift that keeps on giving. Real people respond. You go to Singapore or Thailand. You can't not do it. The temptation is just too much. Real problems. Does your friend know that you're banging her? No, he has no idea. And anything goes. Motto of the show, let your Greek flag fly. Probably the only good advice I'll ever give you is to rehide your whips and chain. Here is your host, Kathy. Hey. <clears throat> Welcome to the Strictly Anonymous Podcast with Kathy. Don't follow the Strictly Anonymous podcast yet on Instagram and Twitter. Follow me at Strictly Anonymous. If you want to be on the show, it's called Strictly Anonymous because I change everybody's voices. I change everybody's names. You can call me from a phony number. I don't need to know who you are. I don't want to know who you are. I just want to know your true story. So if you have an interesting, true, naughty story that you want to talk about, or it doesn't even have to be naughty anymore, I'm going to do, uh, I'm adding episodes this year to my weekly schedule. I want to do some stuff that's like PG rated. If you even have like a PG rated issue that you want to talk about and get some unprofessional help, you could be on the show while remaining anonymous or not anonymous. You don't have to be anonymous if you don't want to be. If you want to be on the show, send me an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast.gmail.com or go to my website, strictlyanonymouspodcast.com and click on be on the show. If you have a confession you want to leave on my confessions hotline, that number is 347-420- 3579-347-420-3579. You could call that number 24-7. Just be in a quiet place when you call in and talk slowly and clearly. And if you need more than four minutes, just call back. I edit them together. All of my confessions are aired on my Patreon. My Patreon is a really great place to join now, especially if you're a cross-chester. I have all I have a couple different tiers. It's the regular tier. The, I have a hoser tier and I have a cross-dressing tier. Since this is a cross-dressing episode, I'm going to tell you that the cross-dressing tier, it is $10 a month, but you get everything that I'm going to tell you right now. You get everything on every tier, including your own. So you get an extra episode, an extra exclusive cross-dressing episode every month. And if you join now, since I've had my cross-dressing tier for a couple of years, you get all of the exclusive episodes that have been posted every month since, right? So it's not just one this month. You get all the ones that are up there already. So there's plenty of them there that you will never have access to anywhere else. Plus, you get tons of anonymous picks of all of my guests, as well as the cross-dressing guests. You get to take part in contests we have on there. You get Q&As that I do. You get all of my episodes early and ad-free. You also get everything that the hosers get. So if you happen to be into pantyhose, you also get an exclusive pantyhose episode every month, as well as all the exclusive episodes that have been given to that tier since I started that. So there's lots of those as well. Plus, you get access, free access to my Discord channel. Now, the Crossdressers have their own special channel as well as access to the regular channel. So you could go in and chat with all my Crossdressers there. There's a whole community there. You could upload your own pics, do whatever you want. People are hooking up. People are talking privately. People are DMing people. You could post videos, pics, naughty stuff, whatever you want on Discord. You could do that just with the Crossdressers. You could also do it with uh, all my other listeners over on another Discord channel. They're all 
all in my Patreon, right? And people are doing the same shit over there. They're like hooking up with each other. There's a lot of naughty stuff going on in my Discord. <laughs> you can take part in that. Get all of the exclusive episodes, all of that for just $10 a month and you could cancel at any time. It's patreon.com slash strictly anonymous podcast. That's patreon.com slash strictly anonymous podcast. Now listen, today I have on Karina. I love this episode. This episode is just really great and super interesting. Karina called in. She's a cross-dresser, Karina. We did, of course, in the beginning, go all the way back to like when she first started dressing, when she realized she liked dressing up. And of course, it was like when she was very young, she remembers like sneaking into her mom's dresses and finding them and being into them. She always saw women in dresses and realized she like it was very appealing to her. Like I said, at a very young age, it was very evident to her that that's what she liked. She was caught when she was very young, dressing up by her sister who was younger than her. And the sister told the parents and then the sister then lied to the parents and it was like this whole sort of scheme that the sister did. She was a very naughty sister. That whole story is like super funny and I kind of harp on it a little bit because it was so interesting to me how the parents reacted and stuff. But she talks about that. Her parents don't know really though that she is a cross-dresser. They kind of swept that under the table. After that, she started dressing. When she moved out of her house, she started buying on her own. She definitely sleeps in dresses literally every single night, okay? Karina is wearing a dress every night to bed. That's how she rolls. That's what she's used to. She, like most cross-dressers, have gone through phases where she buys stuff and then purges it. There's a big part of her that wishes that her fetish would go away. And that's because she's had problems with people that she's dated. Karina is only 30 years old. Okay. One of her first girlfriends found out about it and couldn't handle it. And then another girlfriend that knew about it and could handle it, but she was crazy. And when that ended, she was very negative about the cross-dressing and really like threw it in her face. And that was pretty devastating for her to do that. And so when Karina wound up with her current girlfriend, who happens to actually also be her current fiance, <laughs> she tried to lie about it, but eventually the fiance found out the fiance didn't re wasn't really into it so she decided to purge again she was trying to will it away of course we all know okay that fetish isn't fucking going anywhere <laughs> they did wind up going to therapy together the therapist said what i just said like this isn't going anywhere but instead of them coming home and dealing with the fact that this wasn't going anywhere and them figuring out what they should do in their relationship. What they did was they purged together. You won't believe what they did when they go home. He talks about that. That was their solution. Sweep it under the rug. They're still together. They eventually got engaged. He's about to marry her. Okay. And she doesn't know that he's still a crossdresser. She thinks it went away. She doesn't know that he sleeps in dresses every single night. I'm like, what the fuck are you think you're doing? I am trying to warn Karina in this episode not to get married before you come clean with this because what's going to happen after she gets married if she keeps this under wraps and then the 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 wife finds out when she's a wife and she's got kids and they bought a house together oh my god it's going to be so fucking messy Karina is at a really interesting point to me in her life she's like at a crossroads she could either come clean and be completely honest and find out if this person is really the right person for her and if not, she needs to move on. Or the other path is she's going to not come clean. She's going to marry this girl. She's going to live a double life. And when this girl finds out the truth that she already kind of knows, she's going to flip the fuck out and she's going to divorce her. And then she's going to lose everything. Now, I am really rooting for Karina <laughs> to do the right thing and be straight up honest. I don't think it's a lost cause with the girl that she's with right now, the fiance, I think there's a chance that the fiance would accept it and they could compromise and figure out a way to stay together. I'm curious about what all the cross-dressers who are going to listen to this episode think. Uh, Karina really needs your advice. I'm hoping everyone rallies up and talks to Karina. Go on to YouTube to post comments or if you're on my Patreon, post comments there <laughs> because... Karina needs to do what I say to do, which is come fucking clean. She literally, like I said, is at that crossword. She did promise me that she was coming clean right after the New Year's. So hopefully I get an update from her and she has that come clean moment and we see what happens. And if that does happen and I get that information for her, 
from her after this episode airs. The update will be on my Patreon on the cross-dressing tier. So anyway, you're going to love this episode. I think it's full of like really interesting stories as well as really great advice. Sorry, I think I give great advice on this episode and it's funny and it's interesting. So anyway, I'm going to be right back on with Karina. Oh, and Karina did, didn't send me pics of her dressing because she can't really, but she did send me in pics of her dresses. So if you want to see those, they are on my Patreon, patreon.com slash strictly anonymous podcast. The link is in the description. I'm going to be right back on with Karina. This is the Strictly Anonymous Podcast. Hi, Karina. Welcome to the Strictly Anonymous Podcast. How are you today? I'm doing good. How are you? I'm doing good, Karina. Now, Karina, you're a cross-dresser. Karina is your cross-dresser name. I like that name, Karina. I'm going to make you sound like Karina because I'm going to change your voice and I'm going to change it a little bit higher. So now you're a cross-dresser, right, Karina? And I always like to start way back because I always think most of the time, and sometimes it doesn't, it's not always the case, but most of the time, cross-dressers realize that they're into cross-dressing pretty early on. What are your first memories? So it seemed a lot of my childhood, there was a lot of gray areas and Mm -hmm. I'm not really sure if that had anything to relate with it. But as a kid, for some reason, it started where I would, my parents would leave and I'd sneak into my mom's closet and find a dress that I found appealing and I'd try it on. And for some reason, it like, it really was a satisfying feeling whenever I'd put it on. And so that's kind of... Gosh, I want to say I was probably like seven or eight years old when it first started. Yeah, that's um, interesting because I have a seven-year-old, so I can, I can, I'm just trying. I like I can actually picture that age because my kid is like seven. Now, do you remember anything though, like before that? Or yeah, I know that I've always. I mean, as I've gotten older, I've been more recognizable of what I find appealing and whatnot, and. I've always found women in skirts and dresses and tights and that sort of thing very, very attractive. I mean, you can take uh, you can take a girl that's typically like a six and put her in a dress and tights, and she immediately becomes an eight to me. It's just for some reason it's it's a lot more attraction there when women are wearing those things, and and so I think that's kind of where I don't know if I felt that as a kid. I don't typically recall that I would imagine I did and yeah you don't know which comes first but they're definitely connected for sure the fact that you a not only want to embody that yourself it's also though something that you is very attractive to you when you see a woman like that besides you also wanting to be that woman exactly Yeah, that's interesting. So, I mean, listen, at seven, you're not like sexually attracted to people, but maybe there was something about seeing women when you were younger that stood out to you. I don't know, but I get that a lot of times memories are just not available to everybody at these young ages. I don't remember every fucking day when I was little either. So now you were going into your mom's uh, closet and stealing her dresses. Did you ever get caught or anything? So here's the here's the funny part. The yeah. only time I ever did get caught mm-hmm. um, was by my by my little sister. I think at this time now, uh, I want to say I was like twelve or eighteen. Oh no, and she was. That's even she worse. Was like six. <laughs> oh okay, she's yeah. six. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So so she saw me, and it was. I don't remember. I think I <clears throat> walked out of my mom's room wearing it, and I thought she was sleeping or something mm-hmm. and she caught me and it pretty much went along the lines of I was like panicking I was like don't tell mom and dad don't tell mom and dad like whatever you do keep this between us and so that's where I thought that it was gonna kind of end okay finish this sentence in 2024 I deserve a sex life that is what what comes to your mind Don't be afraid to say it or think it because whatever it is, you deserve it. And Dipsy can help you get there in new and sexy ways. Dipsy is an app full of hundreds of short, sexy audio stories. No matter what you're into or what turns you on, Dipsy has something for you. Whether you're into straight stories or queer stories, 
threesomes or more some stories, you're going to find it on Dipsy. There are literally hundreds of stories to choose from and they release new content every week. So there's always something new to explore. They also have sleep stories, wellness sessions, written stories, and my favorite feature, which is the jump to the action button. So if you're super horny and you want to get right to it, you just press a button and it's going to take you right to where the action starts. So what are you waiting for? Go get Dipsy. And for listeners of this show, Dipsy is offering an extended 30-day free trial when you go to dipsystories.com slash strictly anon. That's 30 days of full access for free when you go to D-I-P-S-E-A stories.com slash strictly anon. Dipsystories.com slash strictly anon. Or just go to the description and click on the link. This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe every day at sax.com. So what did she say to that? Did she laugh at you? Did she say no big deal? What was her reaction? Because I think sometimes the way someone reacts could affect you. She asked me why Mm -hmm. I was wearing it. And I said, because it was very pretty and I wanted to try it. And she was like, oh, and it was kind of Back then, I didn't really have a close relationship with her, so Uh it was kind of, it kind of was like, I just panicked and said, don't say anything, and that was, as far as I remember, that was kind of how that ended. I was like, she asked me why, and I said why, and that was kind of the end of it. And she never told anyone? Well, well, here's the the funny part. Mm -hmm. So, this was... Gosh, not even a couple days later, she, I don't remember why, or was it the same day? I'm having a really hard time remembering it's this. It's okay, but... it's okay. Around a couple days later, I mean, it's very close to the time that she caught you, something happens. Yeah, it might have even been the same day. It was uh-huh. after, I remember my parents were home and they were laying in their bedroom and my sister, she runs into the room and goes, mom, 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 Corey was wearing your dress. Oh no, so she did tell. She did. So, so anyways, so she, my parents are like, um, uh, are you sure? They kept asking her, are you sure? Because my (laughs) sister, when she was, when she was that young, she was always the devious little one. Of course, little kids tell fucking stories. So you always gonna, you don't know whether that six-year-old is telling a tall tale because that sounds like a fantasy. Oh, you saw your, it doesn't, it could totally be a made up scenario from a six-year-old girl with a vivid imagination. Right, and she was the one that literally would get in a fight with my little brother, and she'd slap him. Yeah, yeah. And so. then he, he, wait, <laughs> he wouldn't naughty. do anything. Yeah, he wouldn't do anything, and she would just start crying, and then <laughs> it's all it's all his fault. She was oh, really devious. God. Yeah, she was, and that's why you knew she couldn't. She was never going to keep that secret for you. She's a devious bitch. She was, of course, right. going to go tell your parents. <laughs> okay. So she runs into the room, telling them, and mom and dad are questioning her. Are you sure? Yada yada yada, and. Then my mom was like, well, here, look in my closet, point out which one you were he was wearing. And she pointed at the exact dress that I was wearing, and I'm standing <laughs> there in the room. And oh I'm, gosh. like, shaking, trying to keep the straightest face. I, I just played it off. I was like, I really don't know what she's talking about. And then my parents sent us both out of the room. They're like, leave the room. We need to talk. And so me and my sister went out of the room. Well, guess what day it was lucky enough for me? Halloween? It was April 1st. Oh, April Fool's. Oh, okay. I went up to my sister and I was like, you have to, have to. I will do anything you want. You need to go in there and say April Fool's. Like, you need to tell them it was a joke. Like, it couldn't have been better timing. I I don't remember exactly what I did or how I bribed her to... uh, to go in there and say that but she did she went in there and said april fools and that she was joking and that was the end of it 
as far as I know. Oh, my God. Let me just tell you why that was so fucking smart of you. Because that little devious girl, now she's being devious against your parents. Like, she just mind fucked them. So the part of her that liked to fuck everybody up, like, that was fun for her to go to your parents and be like, oh, I was only lying. She's just like, so that was kind of a great move. Right. It was. Now, at the same time, what I what I really wonder is, I wonder if my parents have any thought or or suspicion of it actually happening because how does I guess putting myself in their shoes how how devious can you be to go out and point at that exact dress or you know kids listen kids are very imaginative they're very creative their lies are very extravagant especially at that age and she was like the naughty one and let me tell you the other thing about parents I don't know how old you are but you know how old are you by the way 30 Okay, you're only 30, but like most parents don't want to believe terrible things about their kids. And that would be a really hard thing for a parent to swallow that their little kid wants to wear dresses. I don't know how progressive your parents are, but I think the parents nowadays are a little bit more used to stuff. But back in the day, most parents are going to want to not believe that. So if you give them April Fool's, they're going to take that and they're going to... They're going to live in denial, okay? Seriously. Oh, my, my, my parents are, are very hardcore. What's the word? I, I don't want to say prejudice, but anti... <laughs> Everything. Yeah, so they were going to take your sister's word for it, okay? Trust me. <laughs> yeah, you were their I mean, kid. They're... They wanted to fucking love you. They didn't want to face all their gross parts of themselves and realize that the people that they fucking hate is their son, okay? And then they'd have to actually get past that and realize that the people they hate could be their relatives. Think about it. Like even today, even today, if they were, if they were to ever find out, I don't think either one of them would ever talk to me again. Now, I could be wrong, but that's just... That's how the they that roll, they... yeah. So I think a parents like that would uh, believe your sister and go on with their life. Trust me. Yeah? You think they'd just pretend like it doesn't exist? Well, they're still talking to you, right? Well, yeah, because okay, they don't well, know. You, so you just confirmed it. Like you said, if they knew, most likely they wouldn't talk to me ever again. They didn't give you side eyes after that. They'd never acted strangely no they uh, listen it makes total sense I have a child and uh you were the older child and she came and she was the naughty one it's not hard to believe the story that you guys pitched your parents it was that she said she saw you in a dress pointed to it and then said April Fool's and that could be the truth that could be an April Fool's joke that a little kid and her brother would say so I don't yeah. think it's that hard. It's not, it wasn't, it, it wasn't like, oh, too hard to believe. And your parents were like, what the fuck? This sounds crazy. It was like the perfect storm. April Fool's, you had it. I mean, it was, I think that they believed it because it was believable. Yeah. Seriously. Yeah. So go on. I'm sorry. I love this story. It was kind of like an interesting getting caught story. Yeah. So I don't know. That was kind of the only time that I really got um, caught. And then... The reason that I kind of like wonder if they have suspicion is my dad made it a absolute priority to bring it up over and over again about this funny prank that my sister played and this and that every single holiday Thanksgiving Christmas it had come up and and he's a jokester he's a jokester so he always like he always brings it up and yeah and then we got our he's like He's like, yeah, and then I got my uh, dress-wearing son over here, and and then he'll tell the story. And I'm like sitting there, yeah, you think it was a joke, but yeah, it wasn't really a joke. But I I just sit there at the dinner table and That's keep my awesome. mouth shut. Like, That's so fucking hilarious, isn't it? <laughs> oh, oh, gosh. It's... <laughs> It's never failed. I mean, I mean, for the last how many years, 16 years or so, it's they're still telling the story and oh, they don't he's... realize that the joke's on them. <laughs> right. They don't realize it's actually happening. And let me ask you this, though, that little deviant sister of yours grew up, right? I mean, did she, so she yep. never came to you and said anything about it or said at one of these functions where your dad's making the joke. Wait, wait a second. So here's the funny part. So out of. Out of us siblings, she was actually the only person, the only kid in the family that decided to basically start believing her own views in life and her own views of 
gays, lesbians, etc. And not be like on board. You mean she was like open to it? She's like open to it. Yeah, that. yeah, I yeah. Mean, she has she has friends of all. Yeah, 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 yeah. And so I want to say it was like about two years ago. I finally I came clean to her and told her everything basically and she's the only one that fully supports me and knows yeah, about it. How wonderful. Which is cool. I mean, I don't ever really see her hang out with her much, but she's away at college. But no, I mean I, I can send her Snapchats of dresses I buy and stuff like that and she's always she's yeah, she she really it's like she genuinely cares about me and my happiness and doesn't place judgment on it at all yeah there you go the naughty one she's she was naughty because she knew your parents were fucking psychos <laughs> they say that there's always I was that one in my family they they say there's always like a lightning rod in the family and it's typically the kid that really acts out the most and the kid and that kid the kid the problem child but really what they are like they say the, they say they're the lightning rod because they're the ones that see through everything they're the ones that know what the fuck's going on she probably knew your parents were fucking freaks they were so judgmental she knew that's not right you know what I mean and she was like reacting and acting fucking naughty but she was just a smart bitch that's it exactly i mean she is the smartest one in the family I'll give yeah that well song. that's well those are the ones i was the smartest one in my family they know the nonsense they see it early on it doesn't matter that they're little children they know that they're like smarter than their parents that's how i was i knew my parents were fucking psychos i'm like this is not something's not right here and then they act out because they're children because they don't know how to sort of express that and they need their parents but that that's what's going on with those kids so it really makes sense who she wound up being and that she's more open and she's like the opposite of your parents and that's like a great story that it wound she wound up to be the one that caught you and then so many years later you told her and yeah she's in college now and you're 30 I mean by the time you guys are 50 you could be really super close you don't know how that relationship goes over time but I think that that's wonderful that you were able to tell someone in your family and that she's super accepting of it exactly yeah yeah, yeah. Okay, so now you're trying, let's go back to you now. So you're trying like your mom's dresses when you're little. It didn't obviously stop, I'm assuming, when your sister caught you. No. I, so when I moved out is when I actually started buying on my own. Mm -hmm. And primarily, I mean, I've, ever since I moved out, I've been working nonstop. So I literally just, that's kind of my nightly routine is, get home from work, make dinner and throw on a dress. And I usually fall asleep in the dress. I, I wear a dress to bed every single night. Oh, interesting. Uh, yeah. And so when, let's see. So I bought all those clothes. I was renting from a place. And, and when I moved from there, I, I kind of went back and forth with it because you Back when this kind of started, all this stuff wasn't so accepting, and so I was sitting there telling myself how messed up I am, and yeah, and how this is just not appropriate. So I would purge. So I that's very common. It. Yep, yep. As I've been reading, it's very common, and I I purge it all, and then give it like another couple months, and I'd slowly start acquiring more and more and more, and I think I've purged. Gosh, I want to say five times now, mm -hmm. and just keep buying more and it's like it's like this addiction that I can't quite figure out I've tried to get rid of it no but that's the that's the problem right there there's the saying what you resist persists okay so think about that the more you tell yourself you have to stop this, the more you're going to be pulled to it. So just accept it and then it will even out and it won't be so powerful. It's you're giving it more power by resisting it. Do you understand? It's I not going to go away. Okay. It's not going to go I away. Know. I know. And that's what the therapist said too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but it can lessen if you stop trying to push it away, do you understand? That will make it feel even more out of control and drive you a little nutty. And you don't need to add that on top of it. Because listen, I, I get that it's a hard 
fetish to have because you have to keep it a secret. It's how you're going to put it out there on a date. What does it mean? There's a lot that goes on with it. You don't need to add on top of it. You trying to stop it because it's that's not going to happen. You can't control it. And the less you try, the better you're going to feel and the more relaxed you'll feel about it. It's like the opposite. I think you feel like, oh, the more you try to suppress it is the more you're going to have a handle on it, but it's only going to make it actually more powerful. Well, we're going to get to later down the road here. We're going to get to why it's really a problem. Okay. I shouldn't call it a problem, but yeah. once we get to kind of the here and now portion of it. But okay. Yeah. So anyways, I would buy and purge and buy and purge. And I was dating my high school sweetheart at the time. And I remember I tried, I didn't really tell her about it really. But what I did was every Halloween with her, I convinced her I want to dress up as this or that, or it wasn't anything specific. Just I wanted to wear, I wanted to be a woman for Halloween. And so I remember one year I did, one year I did like a jean skirt and some lace tights and and a tube top thing. And, and I enjoyed every minute of that. And she obviously had no idea. She just thought it was for Halloween. Yeah. And then another Halloween, I wanted to do it again. And she let me do it again. But I think she never really like flat out said this is concerning, but she definitely was like, this probably isn't normal to keep doing this every Halloween. Like, yeah, she's no dummy. A, <laughs> this is a little weird. And so eventually I, I can't remember. I think I did bring it up to her slightly. And she, because she got a beautiful prom dress for our prom together. And I so badly wanted to try it on. And so I think what I did was I told her about it and she actually let me try it on. And then I don't remember where that went. That relationship kind of started. That was kind of the starting to fizzle out point. I think she was just kind of like, I'm not okay with this. This is uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. And, and that was, that was okay. I mean, we were, we were kind of on the outs anyways. So we ended up separating. I ended up, gosh, we were together for six years and I think we separated when I was 20, 19 or 20. Mm-hmm. And yeah, because we met sophomore year, so I would have been 15. Yeah, somewhere in there. So um, then I kind of fooled around. I mean, I just kind of went crazy because she was the only person I'd ever slept with. So I kind of I kind of went on a horror rampage and had my fun and jumped into a relationship with this gal that I came out about it right away, right off the bat. I said, Hey, this is what I'm into. I hope this isn't weird. And she was actually accepting of it. Oh, that's amazing. So I was like, this is really cool. She actually would buy some for me or we'd pick out some that I could wear and she'd let me wear them around at home. And unfortunately that relationship was very very scary. She was on a lot of antipsychotic meds that she had came off of. I didn't even know she was ever on meds. But you could tell um, when she was off of them. <laughs> it was probably one of the scariest yeah. things I ever went through in my life. Mm-hmm. Um, but, and then the worst part about it was during the really bad breakup, she basically went off and started yelling about how <sighs> disgusting I am and how the dresses wearing is so disgusting and she was telling people she she probably did oh, i don't okay. know but she was I saying it to you you mean trashing she was, you. Me. She was trashing me for oh, all gosh. of it and i was like sitting here oh i thought you were accepting and yeah so yeah. that kind of scarred me that relationship ended and i purged once again and started buying more once i a couple months later bought a bunch more and kept buying more and and so anyways we can kind of fast forward to now i have been with my fiance now for six years engaged for a year and when we first started dating i was in my heavy drinking stage i was partying all the time and she kind of got me out of that stage but when we were talking and i was 
completely hammered off my ass, I let it slip. I was like, yeah, I love to wear dresses and I cross dress all the time. And, and she, I could sense the, how disgusted she was by it. So the next morning when I got sober and she called me and we were talking and I basically played it off like I was joking because I, like yeah, I said, yeah, I sensed yeah. it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I played it off like I was joking. April Fool's. <laughs> But she didn't. She didn't believe that. So, so I told her. I said, "You know what? I used to do it. It's a thing of the past. I don't do it anymore." Is how I played that off. Mm-hmm. Well, so needless to say, I started the relationship off on a lie, and then, gosh, it probably I don't know six seven months into dating. She decided she stayed the night one night. I always had to get up and go to work early, and she would get up and leave. And how I hid all my dresses is I had them all hung up in the very, like, way one side of my closet. Mm -hmm. And then I would hang up all my coats and bulky items next to them to try to cover them up Mm -hmm. um, so that she wouldn't find them. Well, she is... Don't get me wrong. She is super sweet. She's very thoughtful. She always does goes above and beyond to help me or make sure that I'm comfortable. And she decided she was going to be sweet and do a deep clean in my room. <laughs> so she, as she was doing that and did all the laundry and she's hanging stuff up, she came across them. And that started a whole fight that almost ended in a breakup. She's like, I don't want this in a relationship i'm not comfortable with this and i was like well i i don't know she's like i love you and i care about you but this i i don't know if i can do this and so me being dumb i was like well why don't why don't i get help or something i love her to death and i was like why don't i get help and see what i can do to try to quit this because deep in my back of my head I don't want to lose her. Yeah, and there's of a part of me it that, makes sense. that there's a part of me that, I mean, I still don't want to lose her, but there's a part of me that would love to be able, like I said, to be able to quit doing it. Of course. So that I can it'd make your life a lot easier. It'd make it a lot easier. Yeah, our, relationship, our relationship would be a lot better and a lot stronger if I wasn't sitting here with this lie in the back of my head. Yeah, no, it's a big burden to carry. I understand why you wouldn't. Like, if you had a magic pill or one wish, right? The wish would be like, get fucking rid of this fetish. It would, I get it. It would solve a lot of problems. And you have this girl that's like wonderful and you really care about her. And she has told you straight to your face, like, this is a deal breaker. So I, you know, of course you're going to feel that way. So go on. Exactly. And so she was like, well, why don't we, I said, I will see a therapist, mm-hmm. but I'm absolutely terrified to do this on my own. Like I don't, and she's like, I'll go with you. Okay. So she goes with me and the therapist pretty much said what you're saying. It's the more you try to resist it or purge it, the more you're going to want it. And yeah. she's like, this had to be what has caused this could have been directly related to something traumatic that happened in your childhood. And I said, well, I don't know a single thing. For some reason, I can't remember anything from before I was five. Like, I mm-hmm. don't remember my childhood. And so and she was straight up. She was like, yeah, you're. this is something you're not going to be able to fully get rid of. And I was like, uh-oh, how's this going to go down? Because now my fiance is sitting here listening to this. So we get out of therapy session and she was like, whatever do what you want to do i just don't want to know about it okay so i purged it all i mean she no but she told you i just don't want to know about it but you still wanted to try to get rid of it because you didn't you wanted to just make it easier i wanted to make her feel better so her and i together we went through my closet. We packed all of them up in a bag. Oh, so you're both in fucking denial. Your therapist told the both of you it's not going anywhere, but you both did exactly the wrong, exactly what he said not to do. You both started purging together. Yeah. <laughs> oh so she helped me pile it all in a bag, and oh, we went yeah. out to the fire pit. And oh, we yeah. Let it burn and watched it burn. 
<laughs> Very traumatic. Yeah, I get, listen, I get why that would be, that's what would happen. You both really care about each other. You want to save this relationship. The best way to do it is like burn the fucking shit up. Just hopefully it'll go away. Yeah, so that was only a couple of years ago. Yeah, probably about two years ago. And obviously I couldn't resist. So I bought more and I keep buying more. I just bought more yesterday. And yeah, so here we are. And I'm still with her. We're engaged. Looking at, thank you. We're trying to find a house to buy together. We don't currently live together. She lives Okay, with but sister. let me ask you, can I just ask you a million questions? Yes. Because we're at current time, right? Yeah. So you purge and everything. Now, when you say I buy, but of course I've bought since, I just bought the other day. Does she, is she in the know? No, she doesn't have a clue. So she thinks that burning of that side of you that day was the end of your cross-dressing. Yes. I would assume... No, I shouldn't assume. My question is, has she, since that happened the burning has she brought it up to you every now and then has she questioned you about it yes she has questioned of me a lot yeah i know how girls are <laughs> she can't she's she doesn't believe that it's gonna happen but she wants it to so she's gonna keep sniffing around to see if she's gonna right so what does she say to you and what do you say back you lie i lie yeah yep, it's yeah and then i think she I want to say part of her probably knows that I lie and knows that I still do it because she wanted to order something off of my Amazon. And obviously I try to clear anything I can, but in the saved for later section, I had a couple of dresses. I remember it wasn't that long ago. We, yeah. we just went to, we just went out of town back in July mm-hmm. and, we were driving and she wanted to order and she's like, what are these saved for later items? And I was like, well, <laughs> I played it off. I'm like, oh gosh, those are from years ago. You can just get rid of those. It's fine. Oh, okay. <laughs> so she, you can't tell if you say something from later, she can't tell when that late, when that was saved from. So right. she, it could have been, okay. So that was an easy save. Yeah. So that, I mean, she didn't question it past that. She just removed it herself. She's like, delete, delete, get rid of it. Um, but yeah, so yeah, now she, yeah, she doesn't, she doesn't have a clue. Um, and I must have, and I'm looking at them right now, probably 40 something dresses and skirts. Oh my goodness. Uh, you have a problem here. Okay. I do. I do. Especially because you're young. This is the time to face this head on because you don't want to be 50 and still dealing with this. Okay. Cause it's just going to get worse. You're not even in the same house with this girl yet. You're about to get married to her. She kind of knows. Okay. Already you need right. to, I mean, why not just come clean and come to some sort of compromise with her that you might have it. You won't do it with her. You'll, I don't know. But I mean, what is lying about it going to do now? It's its going to come. It, like she's going to find your dresses when you move in together, don't you think? Well, I planned on getting rid of them when we move in, in together. And you think that how long is that going to last for you? <sighs> well, <laughs> <laughs> you need That's fucking help. Good. We got to help you. Listen, what do we call you? Karina, listen, you need an intervention here because you are at a like a very important time in your life. You're super young. You have a great relationship. All is not lost here. I don't necessarily think if you come clean and that you guys can't reach a place where you guys stay together and you could be a cross dresser at the same time. I don't I don't I don't necessarily believe that that's the case when she's when we've because we've obviously had deep conversations about this when yeah. it's been a problem and yeah. she's basically basically said do you do whatever you want to do i don't want to see it i don't want to be a part of it yada yada and she's my biggest my biggest concern is that i don't want our kids to see it i don't want our kids okay. to see why is daddy wearing a dress we do have kids and that kind of breaks my heart because it's yeah i kind of feel the same way i don't want my kids to go through what i'm going through right now but that's okay um, but you could make that rule with you guys and keep that separate can't is w- could that could that work i mean yes y- yes and no i mean 
like I said, I mean, I wear them to bed every night. Like, how's it going to work unless I sleep in a separate room? Well, yeah. okay. Well, listen, forget about the kids. How's you're already at the kids it not working with you dressing at night. But what about with her? She doesn't think you dress. You're not going to be dressing every night with her. If you marry her, she's not going to fucking put up with it. So you got to figure yeah. this shit out before you take That's... everybody for the ride and spend everybody's money on a fucking wedding. And everyone's got to come to it and waste their money buying you a present. And you guys wind up divorced one year later because you're wearing a dress every night and she's like what the fuck you have to you have to fit you have to figure shit out before that happens i mean you can't even worry about having kids she she doesn't even know the truth about this fetish and like you said she probably does on some level so you need to come clean with it and just both of you live in the reality most likely she's not gonna send you packing and say i don't want this okay and maybe you guys will be able to negotiate what you can and cannot do and how it kind of can still exist without her being involved. Will you be able to sleep in a dress every night? Probably not. I don't know that she'd definitely say yes to that. But if she just said you could dress up whenever I'm not in home or do it in this bed or you do it one night a week, like wh- how, what kind of compromise would work for you? See, that's what, you know, I, I don't know. And I'm scared to have that conversation because I'm scared of losing her. And I feel like that's, I feel like it, to her, it's not a compromisable thing. She said, do it, but I don't want to know about it. So, so say, so, I mean, this is why I don't think it's a lost cause. She did say. Yeah, like, she said, do it, but I don't want to know about it. But at the same time, that's essentially, I don't know, it, it's lying, but it's not at the same time. No, it's like she wants to not really see it, but she knows that it exists. So she accepts that that's a part of you. What I hear in that, the hopeful part of me, okay, the positive, the cup half full part of me hears in that, okay? There's a negative in that statement, but I also could see a positive in that statement. So what I see in that statement is, okay, I know that you have this side, and I, but I love you and I want to be with you. So fulfill your fantasies, dress up, but don't tell me about it. And, And maybe somehow you could make that work where she knows and you could have your dresses in the closet okay so she needs to know that they're there and that you're gonna do it but you do it when she's not around but you don't have to hide your dresses and purge and hide your fucking amazon and all that stuff i mean that's a compromise but maybe you just don't dress up in front of her i mean how do you think you're gonna get married to her and sleep in a dress every night anyway when was the last time you didn't sleep in a dress have you started to get used to trying to not sleep in a dress every night because you're gonna marry this girl what do you think's gonna happen so I've tried it in the last maybe two days max. And? <laughs> so, so how are you going to marry her? With, I mean, the, the way you have it set up right now, you're going to marry this woman and she doesn't even know that you want to, you sleep with dresses on and you can't even sleep not in a dress for two days. How's How does that work for you and your brain? Like, how do you see your future with her in the house when you buy a house together? How do you see that happening? I mean, you're spending money. You're going to go in on a house together. You're going to sign legal documents. Marriage is a legal contract. It's very serious. You're going to do all of this without thinking this shit through? Well, I've been thinking this shit through uh, <laughs> your whole life. <laughs> and, yeah, for the last six years, I've been thinking this. Yeah. And now, I'm, now I'm at the point I talked to my sister about this too. And, okay. And she loves my fiance to death. Okay. Um, that, okay. You know, maybe every, every, everyone that I have shared this with has basically said, hey, maybe this isn't the right person for you. And I'm like, well, I'm kind of already committed. Like, I'm already going for it and everything else is perfect this is the only thing in the way but it's a big thing i'm sorry it's a big thing it is it is a big thing and i don't really know i guess that this is the fighting thought i mean everything that you're saying how are you going to do this how are you going to do that that's been my fighting thought in my head for Okay, but I got to tell you something different than what everyone else is saying. I don't necessarily think she's not the right person for you. You have never tried saying to her, listen, I have tried to make this part go away. 
but I think the therapist, but not I think, but I know the therapist that we saw that couple of years ago was right. It is never going to go away. I can't resist it. But I do believe that we could figure out a compromise. I can dress when you're not around, but I need for you to know that this part of me isn't going to go away. And I do like to dress up sometimes. And I need for you to accept that if we're going to be living together and we can negotiate other things and talk about it, but this part of me is not going to go. You have never tried that with her. So you don't know for a fact that she's going to be like deal breaker. I can't go. That's when you'll know if she's not the right person for you. And if it is deal breaker, then you might as well break up now before you have fucking kids in a house and all that garbage. And then you ruin your fucking kids life. Not because they see you in a dress. They don't even fucking care about that. They're going to care when you get divorced, when they're two, when your wife finds out and it is a deal breaker. You need to know who she is and what she could deal with now. And I do not believe now that she would 100% leave you if you were full up honest with her. And I don't believe also that you would be so compulsive about it if she, if you were more honest about it. I think that, that you would be able to compromise and you would be able to feed your fetish in a way that could satisfy both her and you. But you need to try to be, you need to be honest with her first and start having those conversations. Yeah. Yeah. I, I know what you're saying. It's just, it's a very scary conversation. No, but you know what's scarier is what you're going to fucking do. What's scarier is entering into serious contracts with somebody and into all this stuff, knowing all of this and not being honest about it. You're like at a big crossroads. It's very important. You could change your whole life for the better if you just sit down and have an honest conversation with her. You need to do that because you you're, like you think in some world that you're going to be able to have her and not cross dress and live in a life where you're sleeping in boxers every night. It's not going to happen. <laughs> it's, it's not going to happen. You're in fucking la la land. You're just, you know, but I also, like I said, don't believe that it doesn't mean she's not the right one. You haven't given her that full on fucking honest this is the deal you're either losing me forever and we have no future we will never have kids we will never get married you will lose me you'll have to go find another fucking guy okay and let me just tell you it's not easy for girls to find a guy for them to like so you need to realize that it's not indefinite that she's going to leave you I I think there's more of a chance that she's going to stay you just need to give her the chance to for her to figure out whether she can accept it all you got like you guys got very close to becoming very real with each other and really dealing with the truth when you went to that therapist but when that therapist gave you the truth which was what I'm telling you you need to tell her again okay because you you both threw it in the shitter okay the therapist said what you need to say to her which is this ain't going anywhere okay so what are you gonna do and instead you both decided to sweep that under the table you need to go back to that moment you you were given the chance at that time to really face the truth of your guy's relationship and deal with it she got to the point where she said okay listen I just don't want to know about it I told you I'm telling you that's not so bad she didn't say no I can't fucking deal with this end of story no fucking way could I ever accept it you can't be a fucking crush her. no she said just I don't want to know about it that, that that's not so bad yeah Seriously, you need to be you need to go back to that moment of the truth and really put it out there because you're both living in fantasy lands. You both have the information, you both know the truth, but you're both pretending that it doesn't exist and you're going to get yourself into a real big fucking problem because once she has kids, you, you know what's going to happen when she has kids, okay? She's going to love them more than you. Okay? That's what happens. Sorry to say. And if she finds your, no, but if she finds your dresses when she has her fucking kids, she's more likely to be like, fuck you. Cause she's got her kids. She's got her love and she's see you fucking later. You got to do it now. Okay. She has a lot more to lose now than later. And you're going to get taken to the fucking cleaners by her later.
She's going to take your kids. She's going to take your fucking money. She's going to take half of everything you own. She's going to take the house. And you're going to wind up at your parents' house. And you're not going to be able to sleep in dresses there. Okay? Like, I'm sorry. But you need to really think about this now. Okay? Because now is the time to tell her. Now is the time to give her that ultimatum. Because now is the time she's more likely to stay. Seriously. Once she's a mom and she's thinking about her kids first... It's a different story. She's way more likely to be like, fuck you. And then you lose it all. And when you have kids, you don't want to lose them. You don't want to lose your wife. You don't want to lose all your fucking money. That's what's going to happen. That's what you're facing. Do it fucking now. Yeah. Because what you lose later is so much worse. You are young. You're 30 years old. You've already had two girls. You had already had a crazy girl that was like fine with it. Your sister has millions of friends that are totally on board. Like you're in a generation where there are a lot of women out there that would be more accepting of it because people are more honest nowadays. So you need to take advantage of that, okay? Yeah. You're not talking to like people in my age group. They're like dinosaurs. They grew up in a time where nothing was okay. People are so narrow-minded and gross. More like your parents, right? Your parents are probably my age. Those are the people I dealt with my whole life. They're fucking assholes, okay? Like narrow-minded, judgmental, nobody that's different, nothing different is cool, you know? Nowadays, that's not the case. You live in a great generation where people are so much more accepting. And look, your sister's six. You were 12. She's six years younger than you. You could date a girl that's younger than you that's that's okay with it. But I think you still got to give this one a chance. I don't necessarily believe 100% you lose her. But you have to be honest before you go do all these other serious things with her. It's a fucking emergency situation in your life right now. When do you play? Did you already get engaged? Yeah, you said yeah. you did. When are you getting married? We haven't said a day yet. Okay, can you let her listen to this episode? I'm terrified. Oh, God. Can you let her... T- okay, let me ask you this. Your sister and her are close by any chance? Your sister Maybe. is like open-minded, cool, she's a smart bitch, you said. What's her right solution to this? Yeah, she's pretty much like, you gotta be honest. You have to. I tell, I'm telling you. Like I said, when I, you don't just lose her. Later, you lose half your salary, you lose all that money you put in that house, and you lose your fucking children. Yeah. You want to lose that? You don't, trust me. No, in the back of my head, I still think it's something I could quit. You cannot quit! (laughs) 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 Oh my God, it's funny because before we taped this, you're like, oh... I think that I don't really have an interesting story. I This is a fucking fascinating episode. It's so good. All these crosschesters that are listening to this need to rally up and help you to just do the right thing now. Do it now, okay? Because I, I, you just don't want it happening later. And like I said, now she's more likely to accept it because she loves you. As much as you don't want to lose her, she doesn't want to lose you. It's not easy to find a guy to go out and to find someone that's going to marry you, that you all the stars align, that you like, that you're physically attracted to, that's kind to you and nice to you. I'm assuming you guys have a healthy, normal relationship in every way, shape, and form. Am I correct? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, where, where do you think she's going to find that? But I'm going to tell you, okay, when she got her ring and she's got her house and she's got her kids and you gave her everything that a woman needs to check off their boxes, she's more likely to be like, fuck you at that time. But right now you are giving her everything that every little crazy girl fantasies they have in her head. You're going to give her a wedding. You're going to give her a house. You're going to give her kids. She's way more likely to accept your shit now, okay? And be okay with it and you figure out some way for her to get used to it and be okay with it and try it on for size. Then later, if she finds out that you've been living a big lie, when she has all that stuff, she could be like, bye. She got all that shit that every girl needs. A lot of girls are like that. They got to lock it down. Okay. (laughs) So it's not like a girl is going to walk out on her fiance that easy. And she already knows. Okay. We're not looking at, oh, you got to be honest about something you've never told her about. She knows. Yeah, she knows that part of it. There's 
a whole nother spectrum. But I don't that think you're blowing guys? Are you blowing guys no. too? No, I'm no, I'm straight as can be. Okay, what's the other spectrum? You could just tell me real quick. Whenever I wear them or or even see a girl in them, it's an immediate turn on. Who cares? Immediate Who cares? So one of my fantasies has always been able to possibly have sex while I'm wearing the dress. With but her. Would... Yeah, you could work that in. But let me ask you this. If you could wear your clothes every now and then and she would accept it and you guys could still have a house and do all this stuff, like, do you think that you could keep that kind of shit like a fantasy for the yeah. rest of your life if you got a, a, at least a, a little bit of acceptance? Yeah. Yeah. So so maybe that'll just have to be a fantasy forever. But you, but if she if she accepts it and is okay, and you could be honest, and you could dress every now and then in the house and do it when she on the DL when she's not around. However, you guys figure it out. Maybe she gets more used to it. Listen, there's gonna have to be some compromises made. She she's got to compromise and be okay with it and allow you to do it in the house sometimes and know that you do do it. And you're gonna have to compromise a little bit for her. But I think. If you got to the point where you were more honest about it and you weren't pushing it away, right? Like I said, if you're not stop resisting it and you're not living a lie, you might be able to feel like that you could be okay with that. Yeah. So don't worry about that taking you over. All of that feels so powerful to you now and all because it's like you're so on the DL. You're just like pushing it down. Right. Yeah, that's very true. So talk to your sister, see if your sister could get, have a little intervention, but you know, you, so you, you don't have the wedding date, correct? No. Okay. You need to have the come clean date. Can you say six months from now, three months from now, I'm going to just say, listen, like this is the deal. I just, I, I can't help it. Like the therapist was right. I'm sorry. I really tried, but I really don't want to lose you. And I fucking love you. And I feel like somehow we could make a compromise. Like, could you know, like just say something like that and see what she says. Yeah, I could give that a try. You have to. I Right. I don't really <laughs> have much of a choice. <laughs> no, you really don't because, you know, you don't want to happen what I warned you about. Guys don't do wet. Guys don't fare well in divorces. No, I definitely don't want that. <laughs> You're not the, seriously, you lose more. A lot of times there's a lot of unfairness for women and I believe that, right? But there's unfairness for men. They lose all their hair and go bald. That doesn't happen to women. And they get fucking fucked in divorces. Not fair. I, I also think they don't fare well when it comes to abortions. They have no say if they get a girl pregnant. No say. The girl has total say. The guy has zero say, okay? So these are the small places where the odds are stacked against them and you don't want to find yourself in a divorce and you're going to wind up there because you're too young. Your fetish is there. You have it. You're into cross-dressing. You've been sleeping in a dress every night. You keep dresses in your house. You're not going to be able to keep that at bay for long once you move in with her. And before that happens, you need to come clean and just you have to do it. I don't necessarily believe that she leaves you. I really don't. Yeah. Try the truth. All right. I'll give it a shot. Oh, my God. Keep me posted. You need to really put a date on your calendar. It doesn't have to be like tomorrow. Like, say, four weeks from now on this day, I'm going to do it. And like up until that day, know that that's your day. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. You have to make it a thing. You can't just say, okay, I think I'm going to. You have to actually put it in your calendar. Are you going to do that? Yeah. What's your day? Pick it now because I'm going to email you, bitch. Okay, tell pick a day. And I'm like, this is the way it works. When I quit smoking, I decided six months before I'm going to quit smoking on my birthday because like I was turning 30 on the 30th of a day and I'm like, I should quit. When every day until then, people are like, oh, so what did you do? Did you like slowly quit? I'm like, no, I smoked up because I knew every day these are my last days to smoke. So if I was like, should I have another cigarette? I'm like, yeah, I'm going to have 10 more because I'm going to quit six months from now. And I lived it up in the minute... Six months came, I put out my last cigarette, I cried, and I've never smoked since. You need to make it a real thing. When every day until then, make you remind yourself this is what you're going to do. What is your day? Is it three months from now? Uh, sure, let's make it a New Year's goal. Don't tell her on New Year's, okay? Can you do it right after New Year's? Okay, don't ruin yeah, we'll your go. holidays. Do it right we'll after go. New Year's. We'll go a week after. Okay, so what's your day? Put it in your calendar right now. I'm going to I'm gonna put it in my calendar because I'm going to remember. I don't forget this shit. 
Okay, so you're going to do it January 6th. No, do it like January 12th. Uh, it can't be on a Friday. All right, what about the 10th? I'm working. Let's do the 13th. Okay, put it in your calendar on the 13th, okay? That is your day. And every day until then, you remember you're doing it on the 13th. That is your day. So do what you got to do until then, but that is your day, okay? That is the day you're going to do it. And then you're going to tell me what happened. Okay. And I'm going to air this way before that, okay? And I hope a lot of my cross-dressers rally in and give you some of their opinions and their help. But you're going to do what I said, which is have the fucking conversation and give her the chance to see if she could really accept it and how your relationships look with the truth, both of you living in reality. You, you guys haven't both lived in reality of your situation yet. So let's see what happens with that. Okay. All right, good luck. I love this episode. It's so great. <laughs> Thank you very Ka- much. Karina, do you have any pictures you want to send in for the cross justice for my Patreon or no? I don't. Okay, they that's okay. Okay, let me ask you this. Do you have, do you, because you take a picture of your like dresses, like yeah, your stash? Yeah, yeah. Oh, send yeah. me a picture of your stash. That's always an interesting thing to show. Okay, you want me to send them on your Patreon? No, send them to my email sure. because when I post it, I'll post these pics with it. Okay, perfect. I can do that. All right, awesome. Thanks so much for calling in and sharing your story. It's so it's so interesting, and um, I'm really rooting for you, and I can't wait for the follow-up. All right, I will do that. All right, awesome. Thanks, Karina. Thanks so much for calling in. Thank you so much, Kathy. Bye. Hey, everyone. Thanks so much for tuning in to this week's episode. If you want to follow the show, follow me at Strict Anonymous on Instagram or Twitter. That's at Strict Anonymous. If you are on YouTube, make sure to subscribe. I love YouTube as a platform for my show because people comment there and I try to reply back to every single person who posts a comment. So even if you're not listening on YouTube and you want to talk about the show, go to my YouTube channel, subscribe and share my videos. It's Strictly Anonymous Podcast. If you want to sign up for my Patreon, on my Patreon, you are not only supporting my show, but you will get these episodes early, ad-free, and you get to see anonymous pics of my guests. Most of the girls send in anonymous pics and some of the guys send in anonymous pics. So if you want to see anonymous pics of my guests as well as support my show and get these episodes early and ad-free, sign up for my Patreon, patreon.com slash strictly anonymous podcast. That's patreon.com slash strictly anonymous podcast. The link is also in the description below. Thanks so much for listening. Do you have a story, lifestyle, or situation you can't talk about to anyone, to anyone? Or do you just want to let your freak flag fly and be on the show? Well, Strictly Anonymous wants to hear from you. Send us an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com with your story and your anonymous name. And remember, everything is Strictly Anonymous. Strictly Anonymous.